Good morning to you, Ash. Good morning. Good morning to you, Dashley fam. Welcome to Big Little Life with the Dashleys. We're starting today right off with a news story that is rather hilarious and um, something that I have literally never seen before. I have. It happened on Gilmore Girls. Oh, really? Yeah. She was on her way to take a huge test at Chilton, Rory, <laughs> and a deer ran into her car. Well, thanks for spoiling it. Well, this is different. Okay. So the news article is uh, titled... It's Deer Tramples Man in McDonald's parking lot. And you got to watch the video to appreciate this fully. But this guy's just walking through the parking lot, getting back to his car. And this deer comes flying out of nowhere. I'm guessing it just ran across the road. It was like a Kung next Fu to the parking Panda lot. Move, like move. And the deer just like lays this guy out and just keeps on running. And this guy's just stunned. Like he was okay. <laughs> he got knocked over, bumped and bruised. But he was just like... Did that just happen? Like you hear about people uh, hitting deer, but you don't hear about deer hitting people he said he all told, that often. He said he told all his friends and no one believed him. So he had to obtain video surveillance footage from the McDonald's to prove it to everyone <laughs> that he was actually hit by a deer. Ken looks to his right, sees the deer, looks directly at it, and it shows no sign of stopping. The deer runs right over him, knocking him down. After a quick beat or two on the ground, Ken rolls to his feet and jumps back up. The deer didn't stop. I like his attitude because um, he just was able to laugh about it. And he says, life is crazy sometimes. He wrote, God is good all the time. P.S. Not injured. Didn't even spill my Coke. <laughs> Which is important. If, yeah. Especially if it was a Coke Zero. This, cost this a reminds dollar. me, we've had some weird deer experiences in our time. Sometimes. Wait, me and you? Yeah. Do you, you know, you'll remember when I say this. Sometimes they're just very sweet and aloof. And those are probably the healthy ones, but it's probably the sick ones that do weird things. Do you remember when we... Or the ones that are used to humans feeding them? I don't know. This deer, I think, w had some sort of illness to it because it was aggressive and growling at us. Do you remember... I do not remember a deer okay, growling at us. We were taking of Allie, and I forgot her fiance's name. You knew him from school. We were taking their engagement pictures up in Big Cottonwood Canyon. Oh. And they were sitting on, we were up on a trail in the mountain and they were sitting down and Dal and I were taking pictures and all of a sudden we hear, <laughs> That was like really accurate. It was a really angry sound. And I look up and there is a deer right behind them and he's not afraid and he's not trying to leave. Either he, that deer had a baby right near us. I'm not sure, but it, it was growling at us. Well, Pretty. they did get some photos with the deer in the background. Yeah, the, the and it rabid was like deer. <laughs> the rabid deer just like photobombing them in the background. So that was fun. I remember that. That was my first aggressive deer encounter. And I don't think it was a boy deer. I think it was a girl deer. How do you know? It didn't. Well, it didn't have horns. Oh. That's all I know. And then there was the deer that you fed at Zion National Park. Did I feed one? I fed a squirrel. You feed, you feed any animal that comes in when close proximity to you. What? I feel like it was like when we parked alongside of the road, this deer just came down and it just you, you walked reached over. out and who knows? It, it some... could be a wizard <laughs> in hiding. You know, that's true. It, who you even never knows? Know. I never know when I'm going to get my letter to Hogwarts. Could be an animagus delivering it to me that day. You always got to be on your toes, especially for something like that happening. I always am. You're just like, I knew it. I knew it. At Zion's, I'm, I usually only feed the squirrels and I do that. 
with great you lawbreaker anxiety because there are many signs and many tourists who do not approve of it and i understand those and i respect them but not enough to resist feeding an angel chipmunk a wheat thin not enough <laughs> i can't say no what about the signs that say this will blow up in their tummies and really cause them harm it doesn't say that it just says it could attack your arm and give you rabies does it not hurt them eating human food all I know is I grew up with squirrels. And All they, I know is we're about to get a lot of mean comments I didn't now grow because up you do this. with squirrels as pets, but I grew up in Georgia where squirrels are like f mosquitoes. There's like million, there were millions of them in my yard. And did they, you feed the mosquitoes? No, the squirrels. And yeah, we did feed them, and they were always fine. The squirrels? Yeah. <laughs> they would eat our. We had a parrot growing up, and they would eat the parrot food all the time. They would eat stuff out of our trash. They would eat food left on the porch. When someone like went inside to go to the bathroom, they were like, they're fine. They would eat our dog's food. They would eat everything out of our garden. <laughs> I don't know if the, I mean, I'm pretty sure a wheat thin won't kill them because it never killed our family squirrels that lived in our yard. Well, you would know better Funny than Funny story. My mom loved the squirrels for a good five years and fed generations of them squirrel food from PetSmart. And then she decided You that, can buy a squirrel food? Yeah. Well, you can buy anything. I don't know if it was from PetSmart or Amazon, but she bought squirrel food. I figured that would have to come from like a place like Amazon. No, I think you can get it from Walmart. PetSmart, it's like, like, feed your squirrels. Yard animal food, like birds and squirrels. They, I mean, squirrels oh. eat the bird food out of the bird feeders all day long. Yeah. All day long. Anyways, generations of squirrels learn to call our front yard home. <laughs> and then one day they start eating the insulation out of the inside of my dad's truck. Oh, okay. That that escalated quickly. I think it was for their nests. I don't think they were actually consuming it. I think they were just foraging for their nests. Um, and my mom decided that she didn't like squirrels anymore. So she bought a humane wild animal trapping cage <laughs> and transported one by one like 30 squirrels to the forest near our house. How long did that take? Just months and years. <laughs> slowly yet surely your mom jumped from one extreme to the other right there she dropped them all off at the same place so we hope that well i was opposed to it because i think i think nothing could be more quaint and cheerful than having a family of squirrels that calls your yard home <laughs> destroying your truck it's, it's to me it's worth it oh my gosh um yeah and we rehomed them into the dawson county national not national dawson county forest well it's very nice of your mom to Drop them off all in the same place. We didn't actually go into the forest. We just dropped them off in someone's front yard by the forest. You imagine what's going through their mind? <laughs> the people at the front yard just suddenly have like 80 tame squirrels. <laughs> They're like, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> they were <laughs> just dropped them off at somebody else's well, house. Because they have new babies every year. And by like the third year, they would just come up and eat the bird, f the like squirrel feed, bird feed out of our hands. They were very cheerful. Every time I came home. Were they chubby? Oh, yeah. Every time I came home, they would run out of the trees and like con congregate by the you front porch. You are literally like Snow White. It is my dream. More and more I learn about your past, the more I think that you are the inspiration for Eliza Thornberry. My one greatest regret in life is the day we found Lily the kitten on the side of the road and I nursed her to health. Yeah. And like carried her around in my the pouch of my sweatshirt. That all was day. before we were vloggers, but we did get Instagram story of that. And I like Is that on the Dashleys or her, is that on your personal I Instagram? Fed her with a syringe baby kitten food. She you was did. just like Maybe her, it was just on my personal Facebook. I think it was. She was just like three weeks old. And 
we couldn't keep her because we already had a puppy and we're already living in a no pets allowed apartment. Yeah. But gosh, I love that kitten. I gave her to my sister and she and her boyfriend broke up and my sister left her with the boyfriend. And that is something I will never forgive my sister for. Oh, never in my life. Even when I gave her the kitten, I was like, if you and him break up, do not leave the cat with him. Bring the cat back to me. I need her in my family. And you literally rescued the cat. I literally, I don't, I can't even tell you how, how many times I dreamed of finding an animal, a baby animal who needed me, like a flyaway home situation. Have you seen that video? Yeah, long ago. Still waiting for my Canadian goose. Uh-huh. When that happens, I will buy a farm so that I can keep that goose if it's not allowed to live here. I don't doubt it. And you will not stand in my way that time. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my ultimate dream situation. Uh, Finding an egg that needs me in a place that's being deforested by evil humans. Uh-huh. Raising the egg as my own training the goose to be wild and then in the moment where it can decide to be a wild goose or to stay with me forever of its own free will it chooses me like it flies away but the next day i wake up and he's on my porch and then we live forever together where do i fit into this and story the goose. and it chases away people i just from make my you yard. breakfast yeah <laughs> go by goose feet exactly <laughs> that's my role here you that are, is it you are there for me in the home <laughs> while, while you raise your goose i provide food and, and love for you and you accept it willingly <laughs> and we live our life in happiness there we have it the vision of ashley's brain That's my and how our relationship and our life will play out i obtain all the baby animals that i desire i am the housekeep <laughs> and you keep the home <laughs> stay tuned for more big little life with the dashleys Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right. The name of our podcast is Big Little Life. And a lot of times we talk about bigger things or things that don't have to do with our house and our home life. But today we are talking about our home life. And our home life sucked yesterday. It straight up sucked. But well, there, were, there were gems. There were gems. There and were nuggets I... of goodness in the midst of the puke and the coughing and sickness. Do you want to start with and the crying. highs or the lows? Let's just start with the highs because I always like starting there. Okay. My high. Oh, I have two. George, our angel George, who refuses to grow up. He is essentially Peter Pan in human form. Uh-huh. Anytime anyone tells him he's growing up so much or he's a big boy, he says, I'm not. I'm just a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> or he tells I'm them he's a small. dinosaur with a swinging tail. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to the bathroom today. He told me he needed to go to the bathroom and he... Had did a number two of his own free will. He pooped in, and choice. in the potty. He did it. That's our boy. And potty training has been taking a really long time because we had to stop mid potty training because he was so constipated because he was terrified of going number two. Yeah. We had to contact our pediatrician. It was it bad. It took like two weeks. 
and then uh, we remedied the, the, the we flushed the system and we, we're taking on a whole new approach where it's very chill because i have learned about myself that i turn into a freaking monster when my carpet or car may be peed in and i'm like you need to go and yeah not like super mean but i just felt felt myself becoming less nice than i needed to be for the situation so we're just in we're just using pull-ups and everyone says not to but I'm here to say that it's been wonderful. There's no stress. We're just, it's going to take a while, but that's fine. Like we've been changing his diapers for years. And he, but like, it's only taken three days and he's had no accidents in his diaper. I think he had one yesterday, but he's told me he needs to go potty. He thinks they're underwear. Everyone says that your kids won't. My kid thinks they're underwear. And he doesn't want to pee on Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> and it's been really chill. And we haven't had to clean up anything. The carpet cleaner has stayed in the closet where we all pray that it stays and it's been chill. So if someone tells you not to use pull-ups, think about yourself and your limitations as a human. That's good. How do you react to someone peeing on your floor five times in a day? And if you think you might react with stress and anxiety, just do a pull-up. Just do what brings you joy. Doing pull-ups always makes me less stressed and anxious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, my high was that getting a Nintendo Switch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then sitting there playing Mario uh, Mario Kart mm -hmm. and just having so many blasts from the past of my childhood. I've and then George sitting next to me enjoying watching me play. Dallin's been... So cute. So cute. It was really cute. How cute will it be when he can play with me? Not cute. I think it'll be super cute. One of my... I, I don't want you to teach him that you can play it. You don't want me to teach him that he can play it? No, I don't want him to be a video gamer. Is he ever going to play with his dad, Super Mario Smash Brothers? I guess he, I would only be okay with it if we were all playing as a family, but I don't ever want him playing it alone. Like ever? No. I feel like that'll change someday. I want it to be a... Well, then I'll probably have to get rid of the Nintendo Switch. Okay, so it's only a family thing? It's like a family... I'm, I'm cool with it if it's a family thing. I or just have dad, so many fun memories after of me playing video games growing up At what up cost, alone. though, Dallin? At what cost? Who knows? I was playing video games, <laughs> and I loved it. I know, but like... Were I you... beat Donkey Kong, Ratchet and Clank. Mm -hmm. I beat Grand Turismo. Grand... Grand... Not Grand Theft Auto. That game is garbage. Grand Tour, something like that for cars. Had the coolest cars ever. How many McLaren. books did you read? Three, How maybe many... four... How much were you outside? Are you saying it's affected who I am today? I'm saying... I think that my brain is quick and smart. <laughs> I'm saying it thinks there are better things for a child's brain. I did it too. I played Pokemon Snap like nobody's business. And like, you're amazing. Look and at you. I am... Well, I could be better. I could have read more I don't books. think you could be. I, I think be. you're literally the best. Thank you. Yeah. But I think that there are better things for a kid to do than we'll play. talk more about this I've read we'll take this offline okay um i pulled the trigger though i was the one who bought it yeah you were i was well, surprised we have we used our shipped credits so we use this this app called shipped and we save up our credits because we share it with all of our friends and family and anytime any of our friends or family sign up we get 50 dollars. and then when they share with their friends and family they get 50 bucks yeah. so we have some friends that are like they're just like well got our grocery budget covered yeah this it's month. really cool it's if, awesome if, just because like 
Every, who doesn't want their groceries delivered to them? And it's only $49 a year. It's not like $10 a trip or something like crazy no. like that. It's $49 a year to have your groceries delivered all year. And then the only additional cost is the tip that you pay to your person delivering it. Yeah, we've been saving it up. Kind of like how you save up your Costco. What's the Costco money that comes once a year? Your well, Costco they refund. save it up for you. I know they do it for you, but we've kind of... Our return is coming in 10 days, uh, nine days. It's fun to save it up. So like when birthdays roll around or something, you can kind of Or supplement. a day when your kids have been like throwing when... up for two weeks straight. Yes. And I've changed George's sheets. I don't know how many times between pee and throw up. I am like a master bed changer. I could work at any hotel. See, you're ready to keep my home for me. I'm ready when for I when the goose, goose shows up. <laughs> Madam, would you like your bed turned? Mm-hmm. Would you like some waffles? Mm-hmm. I went and tapped a maple tree and got some fresh syrup you for would, you. You would be so happy. Would I? No, you would hate it. Yeah. So anyways, that's been fun. And I am well, learning how to use the Nintendo Switch. Like I was saying, well, first of all, it's amazing. It's way better than N64 or GameCube, which are the last gaming systems I owned. Really? Yeah. It's I way only better. had a PlayStation 2. Ooh, I always went to, I went to my friends all the time to play Spyro. I never played that one, but I played other solid played games on PlayStation 2. No. That's like the, that's the one of the best PlayStation games. And then what I was getting at though is that Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four. Let me just say that right now. Oh, I played that a lot. Best game ever. And then on the N sixty four, Donkey Kong and Tony Hawk Pro Skater the original. When you fall, you fall the exact same way every single time. Roll over, roll back, get up on your skateboard. Yeah. I pulled the trigger in a moment of weakness when there was a blizzard outside and I felt like I would never have physical activity again in my life because my kids have been sick for two weeks and I haven't left the house. Um, and I was like, I could get just dance and just dance my exercise in to my day. Uh-huh. I did that when I was a teacher before we got married and I loved it. So I'm trying to do exercise that brings me joy. And I knew Dallin wanted one and I knew he would love it. And I love just dance. That's my favorite game in the world. So we got one and it's my goal to have 30 minutes of dance time every day. That's awesome. It is just to move. I feel like sometimes I go to bed and I'm like wait i haven't left the house all day and it's better it's like it's not just it's better exercise than you would think you're like crouching you're jumping your arms are waving you're like kicking well i've never gone about exercise and i know like there are obviously better forms of exercise or more you know like they pack a bigger punch than just dance but it's good cardio and i've i've only ever gone about exercise from kind of a negative point where it's because i'm dissatisfied with my body or because I think I'm too fat or because I think I'm not like that. I just, I need to lose weight. It's always been from a point of, I need to fix myself. That's why I exercise. And I've been watching a lot of people on Instagram lately. It's actually really helped me like the fuck it diet girl. I can't you say always her name. Hesitate. Caroline. Just Duner, say effort diet. The effort diet girl and the birds papaya and another girl, her Instagram handle is own it, babe. And they talk a lot about you kind of have to stop dieting and stop, I mean, if you want to keep, you don't have to stop exercising, but if it's things that you do from a negative point, you just kind of have to stop. And that's what I've done. I've just stopped until I got to the point, which is kind of like recently this month where like, I don't want, I don't, I don't want to eat yucky food because I feel yucky when I eat it. And I'm kind of figuring out what foods make my body feel good and what foods make my body not feel good. And just coming to it from a point of, 
I want to feel good and be healthy. And that's kind of where I've got exercise was becoming such a stressful thing for me. Like if I wasn't exercising, I felt like I was getting fat. And if I wasn't exercising the, like the hardest way, then I felt like my exercise was worthless because it wasn't helping me lose as much weight as I could. And I don't want to come to it from a part place of, I want to lose weight. I just want to come to it from a place of, I just, I want to enjoy it because it's fun for me to move and it's healthy for me. And I want my body to feel good. And I'm coming to a place where I'm craving more movement and more exercise, not because I want to lose weight, but because I want to feel better, kind of not exercising for a while. You feel like you just kind of feel, I feel like weak and I don't know, just sometimes when I, I think it kind of hit you when we were running to our BYU class. Well, that or just sometimes like my knees feel, I don't know, like they kind of just ache or feel weak. So I just, I want, or like when I go to bed, I just feel like restless. Like I just want to move. Um, so just dance is something that I can think of in my mind and be like, Oh, I would love to exercise that way. I wish all exercise was that way. So I'm just Some may to, argue that's the best form of exercise. So the one that you can do for a long time and enjoy it. I'm moving back into the world of exercise from a positive place. And that's good. Yeah. And, and I, and eventually I want to go back to the, and I like, I still want to go to the gym, but I don't want to go to the gym and feel like I need to go to the gym or else I'm going to be fat. So I just want to do things that I like and not be like, oh, well, that won't burn enough calories or, you know, like if I don't work out in this class, then I can't eat lunch. Things like that. Cool. That's where I'm moving. And just dance That's is, kind is of a like, really fun thing like for me. You're like becoming converted to Ashley. It's not like you're trying to change Ashley or, or do what you think I'm just trying to get Ashley rid of, needs to change. Or like you're just becoming one with Ashley. Yeah. I'm, well, I think Ashley had some really bad thought habits and i'm trying to help her not have those anymore yeah yeah cool yeah well so we have a nintendo switch that's Dallin's high. that was my high and it was really fun for me my low was just cleaning up so much barf all day just but like may i say you handled it like a new Dallin. it's hard to handle barf and i think every parent goes through a phase where it's i just finally came to the point where i've complained about cleaning up barf so many times in the past three years and so just like, why me, why me, wah, wah, wah. But I finally yesterday was just like, look, if this is the only issue that our kids have is getting sick and throwing up and especially James having a very sensitive whatever it is in the back of her throat that makes her throw up really easily. Tummy. And send to tummy and, and all that. If that's the only issue our kids have, then we've got it pretty good because there could be a lot worse things that are affecting our kids and their health and their like ability to live and stuff. And so like our kids overall are pretty healthy besides like how often they get sick in the winter and just throwing up. Like we haven't had to take either of them to the hospital mm-hmm. ever. I don't think. Nope. I'm trying to think back. Yeah, we have George just had the one we were scared for him when he was born and that's it. That was like two days of being like, of not knowing if he was going to be in the NICU or something. That's it. And so I just am trying to shift my mind to, just rolling with the punches and um, being grateful that it's like nothing worse. And this is just me being a dad and um, rolling with it Parenthood. and trying to have an attitude of gratitude rather than just a complaining why me attitude. When you get married, you kind of make that vow. Um, if you have like a traditional marriage ceremony, like in sickness and in health. And I don't think unless you've had experiences with good, with bad times or in sickness, 
I don't think you really know what you're promising until you get into like your kids have a crazy virus and they're throwing up in your face and like all over like what it means to love somebody in sickness and to like let your love overshadow the hard. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a training program for that. Uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> At least for us. Accelerated in our case. Uh huh. It's very accelerated. That was your low. My low also had to do with, with barf and, and you know, some people are sensitive to this word and it grosses them out. So I'm sorry, but this happened. Okay. <laughs> I was laying in bed with George last night and this has never happened to me. This is one of my greatest fears. Like I can't even be in the room if, if someone's popping is it because I'm afraid it's going to hit me in the face. I just am afraid of a lot of things hitting me in the face, even when it's not even possible to hit me in the face. Right. I can't even be in the room. So I'm in there with George. He hasn't been sick. I mean, he's been sick, but he hasn't quote unquote been sick all day except, well, since lunchtime. So we kind of think maybe the storm is lessening. I'm laying with him. I've read him stories and we do this thing where we snuggle and I lay in bed with him and he kind of like his face faces my face and I just like put my arm over him and he kind of drifts into sleep or close to sleep. And he's coughing. He's coughing a lot. He has this gross, it's the flu, I think, a gross cough and not and and a fever and stomach nausea. So I just think he's just coughing. I don't know. He's feeling really sick. And all of a sudden he like throw up just erupts from his mouth into my face. Ugh. And I turn as I'm watching it come to me in the last second and it only gets my ear and my shoulder. Lucky you. But like that visual is forever seared in my brain. And <sighs> the fear is real. It was not an irrational fear. Oh. It was as terrible as you could think it would be. Yeah. And I had just sat down after putting James to sleep and just started playing the switch upstairs when I hear, Dylan! It took you so long to start running to me. I didn't know if I heard you the first time because I was back in our room. I was like, was <laughs> that like, Ashley? That and then I turned hurt, it down. But... <laughs> I turned it down and then I heard you shout again. I was like, crap. George probably threw up and I went downstairs and yeah, he had. He's the saddest sick person. He's terrified of throwing up and all he he's was like, my blankets, he gets... <laughs> my books, <laughs> my, my ball. ball. He gets very tender though when he's sick too. I'm like, I'm so sorry you're sick, George. And he's like, it's okay, Dad. I just coughing. Yeah. It's a little sick. Um, I'm thirsty. Speaking of He's George's, so sweet. He, speaking of his ba, I did his pacifier for am, all those who don't know like, that we call it the ba. I feel like I'm an internal traitor to his friendship. I snipped a little hole in two of his ba's and hid the rest. And I told him that, like, I just didn't say anything, and he he took it and he told me they were broken, and I was like, hmm, maybe they're just getting old. And he, you horrible person. I feel like the worst friend. Like I've tried so long for so long to help him like naturally come to a place where he doesn't want them, but he just wants them more and more. And I wouldn't care, but it's doing kind of funky things to his teeth. And I just think the time is right. I don't, if he still wants to hold them or like rub them on his face, but I snipped them and now they don't create like a suction in his mouth. So he kind of just, puts it in his mouth and holds it there and then kind of just lays it beside him. And I feel like I have betrayed him eternally. You have. Because he has names for all eight of his baws. Rainbaw, whale baw, <laughs> sunshine baw. He like requests specific baws for different times of the day. 
he like loves those things. He puts them in special places when he has to get out of bed so that no one can hurt them. He like truly loves them. He those. loves them. And I have done the unthinkable. Yeah. You have. You, well, you didn't have the balls to do it, Dallas. Actually, you wanted to throw them away. A long time ago. Well, Take back the balls statement. You have the best balls. Thank you. That's better. All um, right. Are we moving on to Dallin tries new things and eats stuff? Yeah, Dallin's tried a lot of new things. And I wrote some things down that you've tried lately that I would like you to touch on for the masses. Huel. We talked about Huel before I got it and my hopes for it. And so me, I'm, I'm oh, here on. back to report. Hold on. Huel is essentially a meal replacement. Dallin has essentially decided that to lose weight, the easiest thing for him to do would be to stop eating food and, and to use this meal. Look, I haven't stopped eating food. I'm just replacing one to two meals a day with a perfectly balanced chocolate powder <laughs> that mildly tastes like chocolate. Okay. And so Huel is like a nutritiously, uh, nutritionally this is not perfect. Sponsored. We paid it's for not. this. We bought the Huel full price. And uh, so it's like, it's, it's just a perfect food. Basically, right. all the nutrients and macros are just totally balanced and and it tastes okay, kind of. Essentially, Dallin... And so, like, I'm eating it for breakfast or drinking it, I should say, mm -hmm. and some lunches, and it fills me up more than I thought it would. It's pretty good. So, it's like a, one scoop is 200 calories, so it's super easy for my mind to just know that, yeah, I've had enough calories for breakfast. Yeah, I've had my calories for lunch. We have this... And it just is like, it's easy for me and it just works for me. We have this running joke that where I'll, we'll get Pete a pizza box and I'll say to Dallin, you should just do, because he's always like, I don't want to get pizza. I'll just eat the whole box. And I'll say to him, oh, just do what I do where I just kind of have a rule where I, I can only eat two pieces. And if I'm still hungry, I can, you know, like eat some, eat, eat an apple or something healthy. But usually I'm not still hungry because they're real, pizza's really filling. And Dallin just goes, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't. I don't under. What do you mean? Two pieces? Wait, I say we says that says so many things. I'm like, just just have like a, a little serving, just a little portion. <laughs> like treat yourself. Like don't restrict yourself. Just just don't eat an entire. Like when Dallin makes cereal, he fills <laughs> the entire bowl up like a grown up size bowl or a snapware uh, to the brim. Shut up! I don't get like giant bowls. <laughs> this happened when we first got married, and I was like, this is a joke, right? Because I asked him to get me a bowl of cereal. And he came back with a huge bowl. And then his favorite thing to do with cereal is to okay, put... Okay, this is a treat. I don't do this all the time. <laughs> Just at night when we watch movies. Put some peanut butter and banana slices but on it. But by some peanut butter, it's mm. like a heaping spoonful. So good. So good. One time he made me cereal and he put cookies in it with the cereal. <laughs> I was half joking. But it was like the ultimate bowl of cereal. There was like cookie, there's cereal, and then there was like broken up cookie pieces in it. And peanut butter. Was that not lo so good? It was luscious. Yeah. But even so. I was like, I can't eat. This is like so far <laughs> <laughs> out of my, okay, like I could eat this. This could be okay for me. Yeah. So there's Huel. What else? Oh, carne asada. Go watch the last vlog if you haven't seen it yet. Made carne asada, followed one of Rachel Farnsworth's stay-at-home chef the recipes. stay-at-home chef is one of the best She's one of chefs. the best. At home. So good. Best blog, so food bloggers. Good. So good. 
She has yeah. such great videos Her and that walk Laura you through Sanford it. With some, for Joy Food Those, Sunshine. Yeah, we love them too. So the carne asada was amazing. It marinated for a whole day. Flank steak. But it was an easy recipe. It was really easy. You just put like orange juice, lime juice, salt, pepper. Well, that's the cool thing jalapeno, about... Jalapeno, garlic in a bag. And then you put the flank steak in there. It sits there for a day. And then we just grilled it. Yeah. So good. That's the fun thing about her website, The Stay at Home Chef. She kind of takes fancy recipes and simplifies them for stay at home chefs. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that takes all day, but it still tastes like it took all day. Yeah. It's really good. Okay, another thing you've And we're tried. making it tonight too because friends are coming over tomorrow. No, it's only Wednesday. They're coming over Saturday. Garbage day. Give it two days. What's the garbage situation? It is out and ready to be picked up. Love you. Love Even you. the diaper box outside? Nope, need to do that. Okay. We'll do that when this is over. Okay, I'm stressing now because that thing has been sitting there for two weeks and our backyard smells like poop. Well... <laughs> Better than our garage. Okay. Another thing that you have tried recently, and it is a thing that I have desired for my life, my whole life. And we had it once in an apartment where we only had one room, a TV in our bedroom. I tried it. It is it's quite, po- I called my sister the other day and I said, Jill, this is literally the best thing I've ever done for myself. <laughs> You are a person of comfort, a creature of comfort, and having a TV in your bedroom facing the bed is the ultimate for you. I just And so we found a 50-inch TV on sale display model at Costco right before the Super Bowl having a sweet sale. I got a 50-inch nice LCD TV for 280 bucks. It's so and cool. And it's a really good one and the speakers that are in the TV are are satisfactory george is really into so the show. we don't even have like a soundbar and we just have a tv right there in our room and it has changed our life yeah george is really Again. into the show wally and i had never seen the whole show until george got into it because i always fall asleep like 12 minutes in it's basically a lullaby with a robot rolling across the screen there's there's no words for the first little while anyways yeah. i've seen the end now and i've seen the people who just sit in the chairs and watch tv <laughs> And there are so many instances of my day where I feel exactly like Mm. those people. Uh And one of those, once I lay in that bed and turn on that TV, I'm not, there's nothing that will take me out of it. And I dream about it all day. And I have watched so many murder mysteries from it. And I have left the room so many times because I hate watching those and Ashley loves it. Just the... I just I don't get why anybody really likes watching that. They're it's from like the ID. worst of humanity just documented and shared with the world. All I watched was the Susan Powell. Why case. don't we share good stories? Susan Powell, John Ramsey, and Lacey Peterson. Those are the ones I've watched. And if you're into that, the real ID ones on Hulu are very good. And it's not like acting out or anything. It's not scary. It's just giving you like the the case facts. You should be a detective. You'd be I'm, really good in the FBI. I would. Okay, what's next? You have also... Oh, no, we hit them all. Huel, a TV in our bedroom. <laughs> quite possibly the best thing we've ever done for ourselves. Yeah. I can't and tell Nintendo you how Switch. terrible it is to fall asleep on the couch, on a leather couch. I mean, we love our leather couch, but it just makes you sweaty, especially when you're snuggling. For the past three years, Ashley and I have fallen asleep on our couch at 10 to 11 and then woken up at 1230 to 1 and gone upstairs or and just fallen in the back morning. asleep in it's our bed. It's just a subpar night's And it's sleep. just taking a toll it was nice when our kids were waking up i never up realized so that much. that's what we were doing to ourselves but now that we're falling asleep right in our bed first and waking up still in our bed the next morning like 
talk about comfort and relaxation and yeah. and all that. It was nice when we, like I started doing it when the kids were waking up so much. And because, relief. Because it was easier for me to not be in a deep sleep and get up so much than it was for me to get in a deep sleep in my bed and wake up continually. So yeah, I, I think part of it, and we both have this, is just you don't want to go to bed unless you know that it's for real. Yeah. Because you hate getting out of bed. I think that's why we've gone to sleep on our couch for the last three years. Forever. Because it's easier to just, because we know we're going to get out of bed anyways and we're going to be less angry if we're not nestled into our yeah, cozy Yeah, because then beds. it's like, oh, I'll just hit hit James's room on my way to my bed. Yeah. As like, thank you for, you kind of are grateful to them for waking you up because you were sleeping on the couch. So you're like, oh, sweet. I'll just that really that that is because they, that's how the that's how it's gone. They would wake up at midnight, give them a bottle or whatever, and then go to bed finally. But you're you're not mad that you wake up because you don't want to sleep on you're the just, couch. You just come to expect it. But yeah, so now we're going to bed in our bed. That's what we're trying. That's and a new thing that we're trying. The other day we woke up at four thirty and we're like, "What do we do?" <laughs> look at look at us. Because we I went, am rested. Because we went to our bed at like eight when the kids went to sleep and just watched the show and promptly fell asleep at eight ten. Uh huh. And then we woke up at like four thirty and didn't know what to do with ourselves. Yeah, what did we do? I, well, I was I chose not to be productive and watched Instagram stories. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Researched homeschool curriculums, which is <laughs> what I do. <laughs> How Ashley spends relax. her free time. I'm going to research another homeschool curriculum. Well, I wonder what this, but what, what, what book list this one has. Man. Okay. What's next? Um, oh, I wanted to end our podcast with some get to know you questions. We printed these out a long time ago and we've never done them. And there we've done w- some of them. Well, there was one time where we said we would do them all the time and we just did it one time. We say that about every segment. Who sent us? Some, we asked for all the segments and someone actually yeah. sent us them. Ashley Atkinson. And we've literally printed her email you, and Ashley. taped it to our wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> yep. Okay. Question number one, to get to know Dallin and to get to know me. Um, it's actually number 90 on a, a list of 100. What is the most interesting thing you can see out of your office? Uh, a dead mouse. I was going to say that. That's why I chose this one. <laughs> There's a dead mouse in our window well. And it's just frozen down there and I feel really bad. I think this is the story. I think last time it snowed, it fell into the snow because you can't really see the window well when there's snow. And I think it just fell in there and froze. And so now we look at it and just really have a new appreciation for life. And it's kind of like a metaphor. Like what can we do in our life to not end to up save like us mouse. from the pitfalls that you cannot see? I never have taken it that far. I just haven't cleaned it up yet. But I'm glad that you're well, able to do that. I don't know what to do with him. He's kind of buried right now because of the snow. You're talking to a girl who used to pull over for dead squirrels and bury them. So yeah, he's going to need some sort of burial. Not a service. I just don't want to throw him in a trash can. Okay. Well, we'll talk about this later. Dallin's crazy alarms are going off. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> That's our... I was going to say that. That's our... Because you literally can't see anything else except... Peter, the dead mouse. You named him Peter. Well, everyone needs a name. Okay. I watch a lot of Bachelor. Number two is number 98. Okay. If you had to describe yourself as an animal, which would one would it be? What would you be, Dallin? Is there an animal who's Here's very... another. I can rephrase it. If you were to have a Patronus, what would you be? Ron was a dog. Hermione was an otter. Harry, a noble stag. 
Mm-hmm. What would you be? Um, hmm. Something that reflects your character. <laughs> uh, koala. Yeah? How come? <laughs> they, just, they just live out their greatest dreams and sleep all day and only do what they want. <laughs> and they're so adorable. And they're super adorable like me. You are adorable. I would either be a beaver and continually make my home safer <laughs> and stronger. Yeah. And right smack in the middle of nature. Uh-huh. Or I would be a quail. You've Have thought you, more about this. I than wouldn't me. just be a quail. I would be, you know, like you see a quail and it's not just one quail, it's the mom, the dad, and all thirty-two of their children. And they just run around together all day. Everyone just instinctually f- stays close. I Go- think that I would be a cheetah. Why? Because they just sit there ready to pounce on something. They have long spurts and every once in of a while. chill and quick spurts of energy. Yeah. See? And they're like, they know in their head that they could go and just just take out that wildebeest if they wanted to, but... Maybe they don't Maybe want to. Maybe they don't want to today. Maybe they would rather chill. Maybe they'd just rather sit up on top of the perch and know that they could be doing that if they really wanted to exert themselves. I've watched a lot of nature but shows. But then all of a sudden, boom, they'll go and just kill some dinner real quick and just prove that they are the fastest animal in the jungle. But then they'll just go back and chill for a while. I've watched a lot of beginnings of nature shows before the baby animals start dying off. Um, and with cheetahs, scientists theorize that they don't run all the time because they are like purposefully saving energy for the time they only do it when they absolutely need to do it See, that's me i just had to think about it for a little bit i would i would counter with maybe they just enjoy being lazy so much that they wait till the very last second of starvation before they use that energy to get food (laughs) which i would relate to yeah completely there we have it there we have it those are our get to know you oh wait 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 there was one more if you could join any past or current music group which one would you be a part of hmm well i the the first one that comes to mind is blink 182 because i listen to them the most but i just do not think i would enjoy like hanging out with them i do not relate to them okay very much i just really liked their music growing up Okay. Um, I. You would be in a duo with John Mayer. Oh, or Jack Johnson. But I just, I would be in the John Mayer trio, and I would just have to step up my drum skills. Wait, who's to kick out their drummer? It's the drummer, the bass player, and John. Is that a real band, the John Mayer trio? The John Mayer trio. He opens it with John Mayer trio, and then he has a second set of just John Mayer playing his guitar alone, and then there's a third set with John Mayer and his band. With another guitar player, bass player, drummer. A, are you talking like keyboard. at a concert? Yeah. Oh, okay. How it's just like the ultimate show that lasts like so long of just musical perfection. Wonder. I would either be, I would change Celine Dion into a duo. I can't think of anything more satisfying than just like belting a love ballad from the top of my lungs and it having it sound good. And then turning to my right and Celine Dion is there holding my hand and we're singing together. <laughs> Holding your hand. You know, like in a dramatic stage moment. Uh-huh. Or I would be like in a duo with T-Swift. Okay. 
she's she's a bad a i think i just watched her in a good way though no like in a good way like i love her not like a no she's like a that's a compliment yeah i think she's like a woman yeah and she's i just love how she doesn't care what people think about her and she's unabashedly herself and she's made that journey she used to care a ton about what people thought about her and like one mean comment would like ruin her Mm -hmm. but now she's like she just does what makes her happy and she cares about the people that like like her and relate to her and she doesn't care about the haters and we both love law and order svu there you go. And we, cats. And cats. In the in Miss Americana yes. video, she the pan, the camera pans across to like show her and her friend at her table and then it keeps going and her cat has, a, has a its seat. own seat. <laughs> and think, she just goes and gives it some food at the table and it's sitting there with everybody else. I think you were out of the room during another scene. She When she flies, she has a special cat backpack with like portholes all along, all oh like gosh. on the sides and of it for her kitty. And she it keeps it in the backpack when she travels from the plane to her car. That's hilarious. It's hilarious. I love her. Um, I don't want to be her. I just want to be in a band with her and to have the talent of both her and Celine Dion at the same time. Fair enough. Fair enough. Shoot for the stars. It would be so fun. I would just take my talents to the roller skating rink. I used to do this in college. Uh-huh. And ask, well, I used to ask the guy to play Celine Dion when no one else was there on like a Tuesday afternoon. Me and my roommates would go. Just like the, did you get that idea from the office or did the office get that idea from you? No, we just, well, one time we tie-dyed dresses. We found these white dresses, like sundresses at Walmart. So we tie-dyed them. And then we like looked at them and put them on and we were like, oh my gosh, we if we went, this would be so fun to go roller skating in together. So we dressed up in our tie-dye dresses. <laughs> You're like, this is why you were single when I met you. <laughs> and we went to the roller skating rink and asked him to play like all of the love ballads from Celine Dion and Meatloaf. Meatloaf? I would do anything for love. The band is called Meatloaf? It's his name. I'd run right into hell and back. Oh, oh. I mean, that's a great song, but I had no idea that his name was Meatloaf. Anyways, we would ask them to play those on repeat. And we would like fly around the roller skating rink and sing them at the top of our lungs. And no one else was there because what college kid is going to the roller skating rink on a Tuesday afternoon? You are. That's but who. imagine if I could actually sing those well. <laughs> what are you saying? Like if, if instead of asking the DJ to play them, I could just sing them. Yeah, with a band in the background? Yeah, just me, roller skating in the neon lights, flying. There we have it. There we have it. Well, this has probably been the best podcast we've literally ever recorded. I think so. It's been very revealing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait, guys, we're going to go Tell film. us about your dream cereal bowl, whatever that looks like, on the Facebook page. Tell me if you've ever gone roller skating to Meatloaf or Celine Dion Ballads. Tell me if you knew that his name was Meatloaf. And check us out in our new podcast or the one that we're recording right after this, Taking Sides with the Dashleys. That's where we just answer all of your inquiries about your relationship you got going on. Essentially, the tea is spilt. The tea is spilt and, and we take our sides. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily a professional. Oh, very much not a professional not side. But fun fact, we're having our marriage therapist on our podcast soon. And he's starting one and we're helping him. Yeah. How fun is that? Get ready for that. 
Okay, guys, thank you so much. We'll see you in our next podcast.